everybody go to breakfast. Welcome back to the Dual Alliance podcast with your host Alicia Solomon and Megan Hines, where every week we talk the challenge and we're on a roll. Last week we finally finished Challenge 38 and now we're moving into the most anticipated show in a while, Challenge World Champions. It was a buildup. Okay, that face, I understand it. Like, we didn't see it. But hey, people are waiting for this because of what Paramount gave us, I will say. Bro Champions is composed of people from the UK, the USA, Argentina, and Australia, with a mix of the quote-unquote challenge legends. Yay! <laughs> Exciting stuff. I was sitting at the edge of my seat. Let me tell you, okay? It was Wednesday, and I was waiting at 12 Eastern. No, I'm joking. I don't... I, I was like, okay, another season of the challenge. I'm, yeah. I don't know what to expect, but it's sprinkled in with people who are international, which I sort of kind of feel like we had that with season 37 with all those two international players that we had and then with the vets or the legends. So it's kind of the same concept, but instead they've already done a season of the challenge in the respective countries so that they have an idea and an understanding of what they're going to be coming up against in these next couple of weeks doing the actual world championship games. That's the only difference that I can really pinpoint in between that season and the season that we're on now. Yeah. And so we have our global MVPs, which they're called from all of the spinoffs and they will be competing with challenge legends to become the first ever world champion and win their share of 500 K. And of note, it's really funny because of the Argentinian group. It's like finalists and someone who wasn't in the finals that's in that group for the season and their winner actually declined, which is still funny to me. It's so odd, but it is what it is. I guess they have something better to do. I don't know. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. And so we meet our players from those respective countries and then we see our, our challenge legends pull up on helicopters and we also meet more of the hosts from those countries as well from those spinoffs and they tell them that they're going to be competing in the qualifier with different checkpoints to test their mental and physical aptitudes while the challenge legends watch and so the first checkpoint they immediately gave us vomit porn like we didn't need to see them vomit off the bat for the show that's straight facts first one i would never have called vomit porn but that's (laughs) that's exactly what it was like honestly it was just b-roll of them throwing up while frankly i was eating dinner so i fast forwarded through the whole scene and (laughs) moved on to the next one because it's like off the rip. They know what they want to do. They know the shot that they want to get with those kind of challenges. And they're like, off the rip, this is what we're known for. This is something we're going to do. 
and they just went right into it. Yeah. And then checkpoint two, that one was called Hammered Home. It reminded me of that one game, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Where is Putt Putt? I don't know if it's called Putt Putt. With the I don't know if it's Putt Putt. I don't know. In my mind, I don't know what it's saying. It's called Bag and See the the game like in my head where people are just it's or a shuffleboard in a sense. That's what okay. it actually reminded me of. Yeah. I was thinking about something else, but it mainly reminded me of shuffleboard. That's what that's what that one was with the tires. Checkpoint three was them rolling on a big PVC pipe situation down a lane. And checkpoint four was them solving a puzzle with different pieces. And then the last checkpoint five was put a flag on it. And that was them basically getting a big old weighted pole with their country's flag to the spot and raising it. And so those are all the checkpoints. But I will say from checkpoint one, Danny and Ben immediately gave the producers the shots they were wanting. I, I, I wouldn't know. I, I literally <laughs> just said I fast-forwarded it. I would not yeah, know. Yes, I did yeah. not watch it. Yes, okay. And Ben did say he got shoulder and knee surgery following the USA season. So he is looking like Bionic Ben with some new ligaments out there. Did he say that? I, again, I wouldn't know. But okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and getting his new limbs. <laughs> um, but Ben finished that checkpoint first. Grant finished right after them. It was really kind of like a three-way race between Ben, Grant, and Troy. Got this whole thing. And they're really killing it. Like Ben, we saw in USA. Having mostly doing well in all the challenges, but fell short in the final. So good to see him back. And in the checkpoint four, I'm just going to do that one. Troy was the, was the first one to finish that one. And looking at him, I knew like he won Australia, but I'm like, how did he win Australia? But you know, it's proves like you can't judge someone how they look. Cause I wouldn't have pegged him as the winner of Australia. That's how he looked. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't even finish the Australia season, so I don't know exactly what all it took for him to win. But, I mean, that's something we always see with people who look a certain way and then they come out into another way. I feel like Zara is probably that person for me who physically is stronger than what I would have taken her for. Yeah. And at checkpoint five, uh, Danny gave us... A Kiki McClay gem. You know, on the USA season, we got introduced to Kiki as the 25th member of the cast. <laughs> and he basically brought her along to Global, saying that her expectations of him were just to get the dub, even if it was against Olympians and like Ninja Warriors and other players. So, shout Kiki. Can't wait to see more gems dropped by her. Danny from her for sure shout out to Kiki I did see her tweets after the show and I'll kind of expand on what she said after about certain people on the cast but he's always gonna mention his wife so it's nothing new here yeah and Grant ended up actually winning the qualifier with Ben finishing right behind him in second. Nathan and Danny were third and fourth. Zara was actually the first woman done. Cass finished second. Cass who was our winner from the UK season. And Justine, I was proud of Justine in this checkpoint because she fell behind fairly quickly. But she was able to make up her time and she ended up getting 
third. So shout out to Justine coming off of a good showing from the USA show as well. And being being able to just like keep up props to her. And also Kiki got fourth. Who would have like Kiki the makeup artist and she won her season. Yeah, I feel she also was in her final well, was she in her finals? I forget. But she definitely was someone in her season. She eliminated Emily, that's what it was. Yeah. In her season. And so I feel like Kiki is someone who Again, looks like she may not be bringing a lot, but she definitely is stronger than what she looks like. So, Kiki, of course, we love a good, strong, black queen and Justine holding it down. And I pray that she does well this season. Her partner, I'm not so, like, thrilled about. But Justine, I just hope that she does well. That's all I can ask for. Yeah. And so Zara and Grant were the winners of the qualifier. And Tristan, who was actually the winner from the UK version, was the last guy to be done. And Claudia from Argentina was the last woman in this. So both of them be going straight to elimination. And the rest of the group from the MVPs will be voting for people to be nominated to go against them. And Zara and Grant will have the final say on who goes against them. And at the house, everyone's commingling with one another. Justine says she was eyeing bananas as a partner to balance herself out in the game. Casey was talking to Troy about him winning his season, and she kind of saw some parallels with him of that. Nathan from UK, who I actually liked on that, on that season, he was really about strategy and trying to figure out allies early. So sad we were robbed of not seeing him on the rest of the show because he ended up getting medically DQ'd because of an illness. But it would have been nice to see him on it. I feel like he would have given us more met. Not familiar with this game. I've only watched <laughs> one episode of the UK. So I don't know what he could bring. But yeah, I mean, he got the Rona. So it, it is what it is. And they had to move on. And I feel like Tristan just got lucky like moving forward with the elimination process. Yeah. And Kiki told Bananas that Argentinian girls will be the ones likely going in. That's what she thought that the MVPs would be moving towards. But Sarah said she wanted to break up the Argentinians and would rather target the UK people by proxy, which that kind of backfired. But I really like Sarah in this setting. She was unhinged on the USA show. But her in this setting... I think I'm actually gonna like her even like a little bit better. <laughs> well, that's great for you. I mean, she, I feel like she's the same person that we saw on the USA, but she hasn't fully brought out her crazy yet because she did have glimpses and moments in the first couple of episodes where she's being a mastermind, which what she was doing in the USA version and trying to manipulate and trying to you know parlay some alliances and you know, new opportunities with people, but I feel like she's the same old person, honestly. Yeah, no, she is, but I, because she is unhinged, and you know, Kellyanne is... Unhinger? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They are one and the same. Seeing both of them in a ride this season will be hilarious, because we already got hints, like, a big hint of Kellyanne um, (laughs) going, being Uh crazy, but I just want to see even more how they interact because that's going to be hilarious. And I'm like, y'all, y'all be easy. I'm not choosing a side, but y'all be easy. 
Yeah, psycho versus psycho is gonna be psycho. I don't know. <laughs> like if it is like literally one and the same between Kellyanne and I want I wouldn't even say one and the same, but I feel like Kellyanne just has always it, it's it's been in her. Like she's always had that side to her, but I feel like the older she's got, the more she's played these games, it just jumps out. Like yeah. it, it's just all the way there. Whereas Sarah, I don't really know Shorty like that, but we've seen her in the USA version. And from the rip, the more and more you heard her talk, the more and more you knew she was a little. She, it was like, yeah, it was yeah. all for her. And so we get to nominations, um, and we know that now Tristan is not going to be in the nomination because Nathan was DQ'd. And the MPs just had to choose two players to possibly face Claudia. And the winners would choose who Claudia goes against. Claudia said she wanted to go against Kaz. Kaz was like, hey, let's just essentially pit both Archie against one another to lower their numbers. And Ben Ha was like, hey, we're not doing that. And he throws out Kiki's name. And we get to the votes from the USA people. They voted for both Kiki and Kaz. And Sarah was hoping, of her trying to be a mastermind in this, that it'll be a stalemate between Zara and Grant because if they put in two people, one person from the UK, one person from Australia, then we'll see how it kind of goes out with the tie. So they want to kind of leave it into that, whether one of them has to pick or Claudia in this picking. So they were kind of leaving it the chance to see how that would go. You know, I actually, I didn't mind the stalemate that Sarah was trying to pull just because we typically don't know in these instances what is going to happen if it does come to that where the partners can't choose. And so I feel like early on she saw an opening where she can kind of get the game going now so she can see what's going to happen rather than later on where you have to go against alliances and people and all of a sudden, you know, they're confused about what to do because ultimately... Some of the USA guys, they're on teams that are not of their country. So it's literally four different teams. And I mean, alliances are really just holding things together at this point for some people. So I didn't mind her trying to catch the stalemate at this time. Like, that's a good strategy. However, you just don't know how that's going to go. Like, ultimately, like, literally anything could have happened. And so it was very bold to do off the rip but I feel like she pulled it off well because no no one has brought it back to her in terms of doing it I don't know if later on it comes out or somebody catches on but I feel like she did what she needed to do in the beginning to to kind of see the gameplay because we just never know what situations like that and we always see it's so easy to vote like for somebody to vote this way and vote that way and just see where it goes like we saw it last season with Mariah she had a, a, a vote and she literally burned the vote so you just don't know in those situations. But I feel like she led the charge for sure. And once people started hearing people's names, once Kiki's name was thrown out there and once Kaz's name was thrown out there, it was kind of easy to just pile on and everyone just kind of went with the collective. So it was, and I like the strategy of them like hearing each other out in the uh, deliberation and picking somebody off rip, like, it's not a secret vote where you talk about it and then they go vote afterwards too as a team. Like, no, this is the vote here. Let's put the numbers on the table, wherever it is, say your name in front of their faces and get it over with. And then let the team decide when they go into the arena, essentially who they want to put in up against the person at elimination. 
Yeah. And Emily did bring up the fact that they wanted Kiki to be the pawn of the situation because they kind of really were, were pushing for Kaz to be in there, which that didn't work out. So the possibility of actually Kiki leaving kind of weighed on Emily a little bit, even though like they have whatever little rivalry they had going on. Emily was really trying to push for Ashley Justice to be slowly together. But I really did like the strategy of, like you said, like, just pull out the band-aid now instead of having to wait later on down the line to see how it will shake out. Let's get it done over with now. So, but it's really funny, though, because people started, like, burn votes against other people because Kiki was like, I'm just going to throw my vote at Justine and Hui. And Emily voted for Kaz and Hui as well and Troy. It's like, they're like, we're not going to vote for Kiki. We're just going to fly our boats elsewhere. But they, they knew what it was, like, that Kiki was going to be the one to go in and be an option. But still trying to push for Cass to be the one to go in. And Tristan was like, hey, I feel like we are attacked. We already are one man down, and y'all are trying to take us out. I don't like it. He felt very blindsided by that. I mean, he was right to feel that way in that moment because they were absolutely were going at him and trying to get cast out. But it's the right thing to do. When you see somebody is down and the numbers are, are weaker, you got to go after the person or the team that you feel like has the most that they can just kind of go through that hole with. Like, it's not that many people left. And at that point, they didn't pick the pairs. So they were literally on their own going through the game. So it was just like, okay, well... Now we got to see what was, what's really going on here. Yeah. And immediately, Grant and Zara got to see who the vote was. And they both were, like, kind of in shambles. So they didn't both were like, I'm not saying Kaz. I'm not saying Kiki. And so, like, what do we do? And everyone's like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, how is this going to work? Because we're not going to budge. Well, how is this going to work out? And obviously, everyone knows in the, in the group of the obvious, they were kind of like a bit pressed. But just seeing how it plays out, we did see how it played out. It worked out in a sense. Yeah, it, I mean, it did. But ultimately, I think that, first of all, Emily, I feel like I have to finish the Australia season because Emily was just giving me, she's off. Like, she's giving me weird vibes off the rip from this and the whole situation with her putting kiki out on the line like that and really just playing both sides because she's trying to be numbers with sarah and the rest of those guys and then also you know putting kiki at risk is like okay she's clearly out for herself and so she doesn't really give a shit about (laughs) anything ultimately but just her number and so i want to see how that works out for her in the end because i feel like it can get very messy quickly with somebody who moves like that in the game so early on but Ultimately, the the stalemate, you just didn't know what happened. Like, Zara was completely prepared to go into the elimination. And, I mean, you don't know. But I'm glad that both of them stood loyal to their respective sides. Because anybody could have folded. It could have been like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to pick this person. Or, you know, I'm going to pick somebody out. Like, it could have been anything. But they stood ten ten toes. And they were just like, listen. I'm going to stick with my person, and that's just it. And we just going to have to figure it out. Yeah. And in the arena, they were still not budging on their votes. Zara said Kiki's name. Grant said Kaz. And TJ said that Zara's vote was tiebreaker, which meant that Kiki was going to be playing against Claudia. And the elimination was a classic pole wrestle, which we know the game. 
pull pull from the opponent. If you get the three first, you stay in the game. If you don't, you out. And both of them are not budging. This was actually a really good game of pole wrestle. Like, they both were not letting go at points, but Kiki just had the upper hand. At one point, she just splits and got the pull out of Claudia's hand. Yeah, I really did like Claudia. I love how they said her name the whole time. <laughs> vamos, Claudia, vamos. It's just so funny. But honestly, I really enjoyed her. She's 45 years old. She looks fabulous. She had kids. Like, you know, she she gave me, she could have been, like, casted on Real Housewives of Miami if she lived in Miami. You know what I mean? Like, she mm-hmm. gave me that kind of vibe. But she was on the challenge. She was eating it up. And I was yeah. like, damn, I'm kind of rooting for her, you know, because they were already, like, you know, trying to see what was happening with, like, they were almost down one person. So it was just, like, they trying to, you know, get into it. And I was kind of rooting for her. But Kiki was cool. Kiki held her ground. She did some new moves. I mean, and she ultimately just pulled it out. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, but I'm surprised that Kiki really had the moves that she did. Because, like I said, I didn't finish the Australia season. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, not really know, knowing her background and not really seeing her play the game. It's two different vibes. And she really showed like, nah, she's really about this. And I'm like, thinking about it, I'm like, she even beat Emily in in elimination. So I really want to know how well, like, she's probably like the real deal in this situation because I feel like Emily's no joke. Yeah, because even in her confessional, Kiki says she, she grew up with brothers. So that dealing with brothers for i know it's it's one thing i know it's one thing but still like you literally we literally seen casey bring her brother on the show and they did absolutely nothing like please okay we're not gonna mention the futon okay i'm (laughs) hello did we not just witness this like i know we act like they're not there but we literally seen her with her brother on the show doing absolutely nothing but he not he don't look like he can rough house so you don't know what that you don't know what that family was doing now. <laughs> back then. You don't know what that family was doing. True, but he didn't provide. But anyways, Kiki, she and despite like her being a makeup artist, her winning dress off of that show, I gotta go and actually watch that too. But a badass woman, I'll give her, her props. So she won the elimination. Even like Wes was actually shocked because like he's like, I'm he was the first person to do it and he was like, I've never seen him see until one if I give those moves. I'm like, all right, rest. God, cool. But I really did like how Claudia was also very gracious in her loss, too. We always see that from like really good people. And even though I don't know if she will come back, I kind of want to back, kind of want to see her back. She was really nice. And she had a good spirit about her. So, yeah. I like, I like Claudia. I really did. And I feel like she's very gracious and. I don't know. I think it's just, I I think I enjoy seeing the different cultures kind of interact with each other and how they are because, you know, Argentina, it seems like their vibe is more familial, you know, Mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're together no matter what, even though everybody is like that and they're patriotic in their own way. I just get a, I can kind of sense the vibes of the countries through the people, which is, Mm -hmm. I mean, what it is but i really enjoy that aspect of the show and just seeing you know the different cultures kind of just combined yeah and so now it's time to pick the pairs which that leads into episode two will quick what are your official thoughts on episode one like overall 
it was too long. I don't know. It was cool. I, I feel like getting to know some of the people and kind of watching the cast, some, some of the shows beforehand, it kind of helped me adjust to seeing some of the people. I did enjoy that, that they had the four different hosts at the beginning of the show. And, you know, ultimately TJ's the host of it. But I enjoyed them bringing all of that together just to see, like, you know, everything kind of just flowed. And that's just what it was. But, yeah, I feel like the episode was mad long. Like, they really could have, it, it really didn't need to be chopped up like that. And, yeah, trying to think of what else stood out for me. It was just, it's just like a everybody coming together kind of situation. And I feel like even the legends coming in, of course, they dragged it with how they came in in their entrance and them standing there watching it. But I think that was probably the point in them seeing who they want to be partnered with ultimately. But it wasn't up to them. So it was kind of like, all right, so they was just there to be there kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's a, it, not going to lie, it did take me a while to even finish the episode because it was so long. <laughs> I had to take breaks and, like, go do things. But I really, I did like, I did like how they structured it. It, made, it really did make it feel like it was the fifth sport of America. It was giving that. But I did like how people were like interacting like i did i enjoyed their opinion group but they really did bring like a different life to the show australia eh, and they don't feel as cohesive with one another which i have to go watch go and watch that season in the uk they are they're just they're they're cool you know (laughs) and then the usa uh, group that we got i liked three of them <laughs> yeah the, the majority of the usa cast was cool I, we got ben i feel like we got probably the best selection of that yeah. usa cast on the show to represent mm-hmm. which is good because there could have been some other choices and i'm glad that it really didn't go that way I, like as much as i'm gonna complain a little bit about sarah you know what she won the the, the the challenge she was the one who lasted or however you looked at it but she was mm-hmm. one that was lasted there she won and so i don't really mind her but i feel like in the setting she's thriving just because she really ha- is meeting more people to 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 know and to align herself with and so therefore she's just playing the game yeah. and i feel like that's where she most shines is when she's you know learning how to politic more yeah because like on the usa show like it was her versus angela and angela was able to get her minions with her and target Sarah but now Sarah having that under her belt and having her survivor experience on her belt I think she just likes to adapt and see how things are and we're gonna see even more of that on this season I'm still gonna be waiting for Sarah versus Kellyanne because that's gonna be appointment viewing <laughs> I don't know if we're getting that but it, it I mean it could be that's crazy on crazy yeah, and so we move into episode two, and we get the pair. Darrell says, I don't want to get picked last because I don't want my kids laughing at I'm like, sir, you fine. You you good. Because how these people are, I don't think you're going to get picked last. He could have, to be honest. Just because I feel like a lot of cast I was picking, they were, you know, there was the bigger names there, quote unquote, of people. And then, I mean, Darrell's a, a, a big name to me, but... You don't know how that translates. Darrell hasn't won really in a long time in front of these people. Like, he's won most of his championships 
early on in his career doing the challenge. So you don't know how they're going to take that. But yeah, definitely don't want to get picked last. <laughs> I feel like that's just something that on the playground you just never wanted to do because it's just like, damn. Now you got to go extra hard. Yeah. And so being that they won the qualifier, Grant and Zara got first pick. Grant chose John A and Zara chose Wes. Of those two picks, those feel right. Yeah, I like Grant and John A. I feel like they make a great team. Grant really showed out in the first episode. So I know that he's probably going to continue that. And I feel like with the showing that John A's had in the past three seasons of All-Stars, She's definitely coming into her own as a challenge player. And so that's a good pairing. I'm not, I, I don't mind that. Zara and Wes. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and because he got second for the guys, Ben was next and he picked his CBS girly and Casey. Fun fact, they won their respective shows in the same year. So <laughs> that's a connection. A far connection, but it's a connection. and then Kaz picked Jordan Danny picked Tori Danny picked Tori because Tori was one of the options that his wife Kiki gave him it was either Tori I think the other option was John A and so he went with the other choice who was still available yeah so sometimes when your partner tells you to do something and they not there you just gotta make an executive decision and kind of just move on from the plan. Now, I know that she was going to see this ultimately, so he was really going to have an earful if mm-hmm. he was to choose somebody else besides Tori because Johnny was already chosen. But Kiki, I saw your tweets afterwards, and I don't know what convinced you that Tori was the one and not the two, but mom, <laughs> she, like, now your husband is some shit. So, like, you, you kind of just got to let it rock. Like, you, he got to assess the situation when he gets there. I feel like he needed to, to see what the vibe was, see the scene, and kind of go from there. Because everything that glitters is not gold. Who's especially dealing with that woman? Justine was next, and she picked Bananas. Benha picked Jody. Jody was not wanting to get picked by Benha because she knew the temperature. <laughs> but she was like, I don't want to be part of this man. Not because she didn't like him. She was like, y'all got less numbers, and I'm not trying to be part of that. Yeah, Argentina just lost somebody, like, literally 10 minutes prior. So she was, like, not trying to make eye contact. But that's the worst thing to do when you don't want somebody to choose you. Because once they kind of see you shifting a little bit, they're going to go with you. Like, I feel like that's always a thing. But I I feel like Ben Ha is cool. But Jody is just like, mm, not really. Yeah. And Kiki picked Real because they're Red Ryan gang. So love that for them. Also, they are on paper. They would be a good team together. So excited to see how they perform as a duo. Rodrigo picked Naya. That's someone Naya. Love the queen. Down wasn't really finna her last showing. In some instances of her game, <laughs> but I feel like towards the end she kind of stepped up and was the Naya that we kind of know. She's still in there a little bit, even though she's changing her ways. She's growing as a person, evolving as a woman. That's all great. But she's still in there a little bit. So me watching as a viewer, that's what I want to see. But I think that, I mean, I'm glad she got chosen like earlier on too. Like, go ahead, Naya. As long as she not last. That's, yeah, that's what matters. I feel like that's, 
<laughs> it's like it's either your first or your last, you know what I mean? But like you getting picked in the middle, it's not it's not too bad. And I feel like she's she was doing a lot of politicking too. So mm-hmm. who knows what their conversation was behind the scenes of them getting to know each other. Yeah. Emily picked yes, Troy picked Amber. Amber really did like Troy from his showing in the qualifier, so this is a perfect match for them. Sarah picked Theo. When she made her pick for Theo, she was like, oh, we've had conversations about being married. And she was like, I'm going to pick Theo. I'm like, okay, this is a weird reason why you're picking Theo, but go ahead, Sarah. Does that man need a green card? Does he need a work visa? I'm not sure why she decided to say something about them being married and whatever the case may be, but I guess it, I guess it works for them. Yeah. And that meant that Tristan and Kellyanne were partnered and Holy and Nelson were partnered. Kellyanne was not happy about being last. And she hoped that Tristan was better at puzzles than he looked because he was struggling on that one puzzle in the qualifier. And also she is not great at them either. So we've seen it. <laughs> we we yeah. see why. So <laughs> yeah, between the two of them, I feel like on paper they look good together but some of their qualities don't kind of cancel each other out so it, it's kind of hard to see how that's gonna go moving forward and then Nelson and Huhu, I feel like they're two bubbly personalities on their own and they just kind of vibe with each other yeah which we saw like afterwards like they were just a bundle of laughter with one another Justine told Bananas that Getting to carry the load in the partnership because she can she can bring things to the table that he would need. He told her that he knows he's public I mean, number one in the house every time he's in there. So he's like, gotta be worried. And that's what I'm worried about. Like, I know Justine wants to pick bananas because of his pedigree. But this man comes with baggage. And I'm like, I need to pray for my girl because she's about to be in for it. Being attached to him. Yeah, she definitely needs an extra prayer around her a little splash of anointing oil with something because we just seen it last season he couldn't carry nani to a win and that was their whole shtick of them being together and so i feel like even though justine had the right thought process in mind with going with him and i mean at that point he was still left because jordan had been chosen and west had been chosen so it it was kind of like just you know choose the best player at this point but just feel like I don't know if I really want her to be attached because with those attachments, like you said, comes the baggage of having him on the team. And if he makes somebody mad or messes up an alliance or something goes wrong, she's connected to him. Yeah. Or if his bestie decides to pull the trigger, you never know. She's going right. to get the And what was back. up with his voice this whole season? Like this man he just had a perpetual state of having a horse ass voice like do you have holes in in south africa i i don't know but it looked like he got more botox how could you tell <laughs> i mean like <laughs> I, I don't know like his his face was still kind of moving a little bit but it's just like bro what's up with your voice like he just sounded hoarse the whole like every time you heard him talk yeah. He sounded hoarse. And I'm like, are we addressing this or are we just going to let this pass? Like, this man talks like this on a regular basis. I don't know what the heck is wrong with him, but, you know, it is Johnny. Casey did ask Johnny about Killian and her relationship. Johnny said she felt a bit off about her, even though they're, they're friends and whatnot. She's a little bit irritable, but still loves her. We get 
how that little setup for this episode. We get into the challenge. It's called Chain Game. And they have to race across sand dunes to a shipwreck and then drag a 700-pound chain to a puzzle and solve it by looping it around poles to match the diagram. The further puzzle is, the easier it is to solve. When the teams are done with the puzzle, they'll have to race back to the shipwreck and ring the bell. The first team to finish will win, and the last place team will go straight to the arena. And Johnny and Grant, they got a hard puzzle. They were last to get to puzzle area, but they were not letting that stop them. Already, Kiki was about to, like, having, she had a lot of nervous energy. And Darrell was like, hey, let's get it, let it all out. We'll get through this. And Nelson was immediately lost with Kelly and Tristan. All three of them were lost. I mean, Tristan, he said he wasn't good at puzzles. Kellyanne, she's not good at puzzles. Basically, they thought the 50% of each other's not being able to finish puzzles was going to equal 100%, and it was just 100% of garbage. Like, they both just sucked at this challenge. Like, just, they were awful. As for Nelson, I don't know mentally where he was because it's such a difference i i don't know if it's just because he was with somebody new but Mm -hmm. it was such a difference seeing him in 38 than seeing him now i feel like he had that bubbly personality like nelson always does but i feel like he just wasn't focused and i i don't know if he was just really that lost and really that dumb on what was really going on or he just was like i'm happy to be here and it I was just like, like that. straight vibes. <laughs> I and feel it's like, like it was bro, that. What, what, what you doing? Like, you're not focused. I feel like he didn't take control like he did with Norris. Like, at some, I feel like him and Norris had, even though they have a relationship, I feel like him and Norris had some kind of an understanding where he can take the lead. She can kind of take the lead. He was just going on straight vibes, and he couldn't really lead Huhui. And then Huhui is like the, you know, Argentinian version of him. So she's on straight vibes too. Living a vida loca. I'm like, girl, what are y'all doing out here? Like, what's going on with the both of y'all? Y'all just out here vibing. Having no something on here was a mistake. I won't say it. We could have got somebody else. We didn't. I we didn't need lesson on this, but we gotta do it. Yeah. I feel like for me, I feel like he probably felt like imposter syndrome. Like he's not supposed to be there. Probably because he kept mentioning the fact that you know there was champions and vets and all these people and there were even people from different countries who had won before he did and he's been doing this for how many years now so he probably did kind of feel that and and was kind of just not himself completely and it it just really showed I was just really surprised because he was so focused in the last season where we just saw him at like he literally was just trying to be on point even if he wasn't winning the dailies like he was still just trying to be on point in every little thing he did but I guess that was just the comfortability of him knowing the cast and kind of knowing the surroundings a little bit better more than this where he's one in 15 people you know what I mean yeah we'll see how he does which we see Jordan and Kaz and John A and Grant were very neck to neck when they finished their puzzles. It was just matter of them racing to the bell. But John A. Grant got there first and they win the first daily of the season. Yeah, I think that Grant John A is a good team, like I said, and really John A just continuing on her her win streak and just her strong pursuit of trying to just win at every challenge. I feel like the first season of her 
doing all stars, she was coming back into her shape. Like she had just had a baby. She was just coming back into just who she is outside of being a mom and a wife and all that other stuff. And just coming into her own as being a challenger. And I feel like the next two seasons, she really just elevated her game and she just continued on that into this. And I feel like Grant kicked ass on the first episode and he continued to do that. And I feel like even though they had the hardest puzzle, they came out at one first. So that says something to the both of them. And I think that they'll be a strong duo. Hopefully they can stay together. I know that with the last two episodes that I watched of the different countries, they changed partners like after mm-hmm. every elimination. And so I'm, I'm I'm hoping that they can stay together, but you know, who knows? Yeah. Shout out to John. Just coming back strong, showing out against other people who have done this for a while too. I love that for her. She's killing it. Jordan Katz got second and then people started rolling in. Casey Ben got third. And most people were getting their checks and running to the bell. It was just left down to Nelson and Hui and Kellyanne and Tristan as the last two teams working on their puzzles. And uh, they were both just lost. Yeah, it just didn't work out for either either of them. And ultimately, Kellyanne and Tristan figured it out. And once they were running up the hill, Nelson just knew his time was up and just stopped in his tracks. And... Yeah, I just I just hope that we get a better showing of Nelson this season. That's all. If he makes it past this elimination, uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, but everyone will be nominating the two teams, Bezos and Hui. And most people were like, hey, let's just continue to take out Archina to dwindle their numbers. And Wes and Jody knew like, they'll possibly be targeting either one of their sides because Wes is now part of UK. And so picking up both of them was something that the house will look at. Even, heck, even if they want to try and dunno the UK's numbers, throwing Killian and Tristan. And while talking to Tori and Jody, Killian tried to pitch an Australian team and a USA team instead. And she saw somebody who's partner with someone who's on the USA team and Tori. And like, babes, read the room. This is the start of Kellyanne's frazzledness. And like, this is something. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, Kellyanne was just popped in panic. Like, that's just what it was ultimately. And I think that she was just talking in just about what she thought was a, a game plan or strategic, not realizing like, you can't want to talk game with everybody too. You need to realize who you're talking to. And she just really did not, remember that in that moment and so once Tori heard that and kind of saw that she was serious about it she was like "Uh, okay like cool and Tori went with it and ran with it as she should have obviously because you're not gonna put me in you know to save your own ass like that's just not what's gonna be what's gonna be so Kellyanne was just really popped in panic and then she just kept spiraling and she was paranoid and she just literally went to each and every person around the house from bananas to west to like literally just talking to everybody about her situation and what she should do and what she thinks the right numbers are and like i said even though she knows these people some of these people it's like you just don't need to be going around talking game with everybody like that's just yeah. what you shouldn't be doing yeah she did just, just like pulled somebody just one person that she 
actually new and trusted to the side and try to talk through with them, not talk to anybody. But when she does that, she starts putting her foot in her mouth. And Tori went and told Danny and Sarah. Sarah was like, hey, babes, listen, if you come from me, put people I'm aligned with, I'm coming for you. And I'm like, that was when I was like, okay, I'm ready for Sarah versus Cody because the hinge ladies together, explosion. I love it. We get to the nominations, and the momentum is moving towards Benha and Jody and Kellyanne and Tristan. The Naya and Rodrigo put their votes on Sarah and Theo, and I forget who else they picked, but they are burning one of their votes. Jordan and Kaz also burned one of their votes. But Jordan did it as a teachable moment to Kaz about what to do because she did her. They did theirs to Zara and Wes. Wes voted for both Jody and Minha and Kellyanne and Tristan. And her, people were like, you voted for your ex-girlfriend? That's weird. Like, he's not trying to shake the table and like pick a side to him. That's his point. I mean, but also, just because they're exes doesn't mean that he needs to choose her. And I, I, I get that their relationship was a little bit more intimate, but and a lot of people in that house in those situations, they've hooked up with each other, they know each other a little bit better. But I mean, what does her relationship from twelve years ago have to do with anything of Wes's game now? Like Wes has shown he is just on to the next. He's not thinking about what happened before. He's learned from it, moved on. And is already onto the onto the next game plan. So I I really don't have a problem with Wes voting for her. I just feel like the pressure of people being like, "Wow, you're cold blooded, bro. I could never do that." It's just like, it's not that deep. Yeah, and like have relationships like they're friendly outside of this, so like it's not detrimental to their relationship. Jody put her vote on Wes and Zara and both Kellyanne and Tristan because she wasn't obviously voting for herself. And then Kellyanne placed her vote on Tori and Danny. Um, and also Jody Benha. But most of the votes went towards Kellyanne and Tristan, so they'll be the ones. Oh, Kellyanne, Tristan, and Jody and Benha. So those two teams will be the options for Johnny and Grant. And Kellyanne was getting through her face and things and talking to Johnny. And she was like, So what are you going to do? And Johnny was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And Kellyanne's like, you're not not going to see me, essentially. And I'm like, okay, man, chill. <laughs> I mean, John, they kind of put her foot in her mouth because she should never even even worse. And then she's trying to compound that and say Kellyanne is weird. You know the relationship that you have outside of the house. I know we speak about this often where people bring outside into the game and they kind of just conflate it and make it a thing where you know, it's all in the same, but to me, I feel like with this, like, if they're really cool and they're quote-unquote friends, as they say they are, then Johnny should really understood, like, hey, I like, she's not going to want me to choose her, and I think that Johnny basically going into the room and talking to her was basically like, yeah, I'm going to choose you, but I'm just here to give you a hug, so it's not as bad as it, it as it's going to be when I, if I don't talk to you. And then she just says it's weird. I just, I don't, I don't understand that thought process from John A. And John A has always been funny to me with the politics. Like she always likes to throw her little hand and then like be like, I didn't do, what did I do? Like, I just like, John A, you know exactly what you're doing. Like cut it out. But 
in this instance, I don't think Kellyanne was crazy. Like, I don't think she was un- unhinged or anything. I feel like she was right in what she was saying. And her thought process was like, this is my friend. And I don't think you should vote me in. <laughs> like, that's just the bottom line. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I'm like, I don't know what kind of play Johnny was trying to do. I'm like, okay, y'all are friends. And if I, if, like, if you were partnered with somebody and I had power, I'm not gonna vote you because, like, what does that do for me in the end? Like, y'all are cool. Unless, but Johnny was like kind of harping on what happened on that first season when she won over Kelly. And I'm like, ma'am, is this like a superiority complex we got over her or something or what? That's what she's holding, well, that's what she's really holding over Kelly. And so I'm like, are y'all really friends or not? Because I feel like you just want to be her friend for convenience at times. And like, are you just gonna use her? for a power play, which it don't make sense right now. It don't. Just vote in Jody. It's fine. Yeah. I, I think that the context of their relationship started to crumble once we seen John A and Casey have that conversation. It was just like, okay, like, so this is what it what is gonna be. And Kellyanne is out the loop. And I feel bad for her because she should have the opportunity and the right to defend herself in that situation. Yeah, and that's how we ended the episode with like that. We got the trailer for the rest of the season, which will be funny. Which we saw one of the tweets I'll get to is about one of the instances that happened in the trailer, which we're gonna get into now. It's two different hashtags, though. I got to figure out which hashtag to go through because it's like challenge world champion, challenge world championship. I just saw what I saw on the timeline. I had to pick the tweets. So that's what we're going to do. And some tweets I saw didn't have a hashtag people I just followed. So I thought they were funny. So the first tweet, we're going to get into it, okay? Because Kiki McRae tweeted, Danny is the hardest person to piss off. So whoever got my man yelling on TV, going to have to see me. He did not approve this message, but I ain't deleting. Oh, no, there's more. Keep going. Oh, there's more? Wait. She didn't thread it, though. Oh, damn. I gotta find it then. Because she she kept going. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, the one tweet was, I'm glad I took my advice from the partner picking this time because he sure didn't listen to me on his first season. But these previews of future episodes got me feeling like I'm going to have some new enemies. That one? Yeah, there was one more. Hold on, I'm about to find it right now. Because it, it was... I don't I was one more I feel like she was just like listen Tori <laughs> essentially because that's what she's talking about in the, in the ah. tweets like okay because the final thoughts one I think it is because she said the house is fire Kiki prepped our name well the verdict is still out on how I feel about Danny and Tori's partnership I'm here for TJ's fashions and grant of the beast but not better than Danny yep I'm biased yeah okay yeah. Yeah. So those are all of uh, Miss McCray's tweets. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I mean, I feel like you know she definitely, you know, she's repping her man, and as she should. And I feel like in this instance, like she was really like, listen, don't make me, you know, come out <laughs> and and like pop out on you people because I really will, and I'm not mad at it at all because yeah, from the previews. It looks like it's getting a little hectic between Danny and Tori. Yeah. 
and we'll be I'll be on the Danny Defense squad in that because you know it's we're not mythbusters on this side. The next tweet, Nelson's expertise expertise is heart. That's a tweet. That's it. That's a tweet. <laughs> yeah, like I said, Nelson just came with the vibe and really just in, in South Africa just to chill out. I I really don't know what his whole shtick is for this season and he came in i seen some of the preview videos where he was like oh um you know just coming from humble beginnings essentially and basically just trying to be like i'm just gonna gonna put on and and but you can't be putting on for a certain amount of people and this is your effort like it's yeah. not the same effort as you gave the last time we saw you you know the fact that it's hard. If you just saw him lay out his heart on the on the reunion of thirty eight, I'm like, you come here. That's all you bring is heart. Nothing else. Those stats <laughs> were horrendous. <laughs> the next tweet is not a single person talking about record Argentina. And I'm like, dang, why I don't want to work with Argentina? They're cool and they nice. They are no problems. Why not work with them? I don't. I, I really don't know what the problem was. Like, I really can't call it. Like, I, I, I don't think that we got a lot of context of what was going on in the house, of uh, the relationships. But I seem to like the Argentina cast. Yeah, I don't. Bananas was like, I he, he really was trying to push to be with a USA person. That was his, his only thing that he. I, I feel like it had to do with something else deeper, and that's a bit like people are kind of alluding to on Twitter, like. They didn't want to work with them because of the barrier, language barriers. But some of them didn't speak English as well. But I'm like, y'all can learn how to communicate with them. It's it's simple. Yeah, I, I don't know what the problem is. Like, <laughs> you better get Duolingo real fast and figure it the yeah. fuck out. Like, what do you want? What do you want them to say? Yeah, and Naya and Rodrigo, they were they they did totally fine in the first challenge. Like, they worked really well together. So. I feel like it's Naya not that has hard. More, more experience because of what her job is. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like, she has experience with just being a people person, being around different cultures and things like that. Yeah. And then Wes also, he was being a little bit bilingual with Claudia and Holy in that moment when they asked him if he was in an open relationship. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the last tweet is Grant calling Johnny grandpa bananas i need him to be a regular because the way i have seen clips of grant talking on the podcast about the cast and specifically about bananas had me rolling because he called him out about that botox (laughs) (laughs) and other things well i'm glad that he's able to speak up for himself because i know a lot of sometimes people who come on the show that are new they try not to go after the quote-unquote big dog from the show but grant held his own he's going to continue to hold his own and even off the show like he's standing on what he's saying and i absolutely respect it 100 percent. he's not wrong mm-hmm. man is about 46 years old gets his botox probably every six months get a re-up and his forehead's not moving but uh the hairline is i don't know what to say like <laughs> it is what it is with him but Grant's eating them up, and I'm glad that somebody is doing it. 
Yeah. And those are all the tweets from this week that I found hilarious. And thank you, Kiki McRae, for providing us with the quality content. My man, my man, my man, my man, my man. She gonna stand behind that man, okay? She's mm-hmm. gonna stand beside him. <laughs> that is it for this episode. We are starting the journey of watching World Champions, World Championships, whatever the show is called. I don't know. But it's another season of the challenge. So yes. we're gonna be reviewing it. And you can follow our page at, on Twitter at Reliance Pod. You can follow us individually. You can follow Megan at Megs and Hines. You can follow myself at ace underscore s5. You can watch this on YouTube if you're listening at Dual Alliance Podcast on YouTube. We're live on Fridays most times. And yeah, we'll be back to review more of this season. And I feel like we're just going to keep coming on with the content. So thank you guys for listening and have a great weekend. Bye. 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 Bye.